Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Hop Radio, the podcast. My name is AJ. I'm Sonia, and today we have two special guests, you guys. Well, first of all, one's kind of a regular now. Simo, say what's up. Yeah, I don't even think I'm special anymore at this point. <laughs> guess. So just guess number one. And then our special guest number two is good old, what's your name again? Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I was waiting for the cue. I wasn't sure. <laughs> uh, Jason also works here in the industry. That industry, of course, being the Southern California craft beer scene. Jason, so glad for you you to join us well thanks for having me i'm looking forward to it jason used to be a buyer in our territory in my territory specifically he never bought anything from me Uh, that's not true (laughs) still somehow got a job at the company (laughs) go figure i don't know how that one works out we totally did uh we did a um we did an inkasi we did an inkasi tap takeover and then i started cycling some of your stuff through all right uh (laughs) but jason what we do here call it hashtag great beer talk and that's what we're hoping you can help us achieve here. Some hashtag great beer talk. So getting right into it, uh, a theme we've seen a lot lately since 2015, beers. I think that was the one, that's Good. what we said we were going to call it, right? Hashtag politibeers. Hashtag politibeers. Political beers. Uh, so we've seen the, what was it? It was like the be nice to people. That was a nonpartisan effort. There was a... Bernie Weiss. Yeah, that was oh, cool. Right. Forward <laughs> thinking. Yeah, it was like a Vermont brewery. It was like Bernie Weiss. Very For, popular with young people. Yeah, very popular with one well, young people. Ultimately a seasonal because it just can't sustain. It can't anything. sustain. It just, well, it's because I went to the brewery and I demanded they give it to me for free. And people just looked at me like I was crazy. They told me, get the fuck out of here. Remember Jake from Six Points said, he's from Vermont. He said he saw Bernie one time. And then he said tried to run up to him and the security guards were like no no and he said bernie bernie what's your favorite beer and he said i only drink vermont beer that's that awesome so cool. treehouse exclusively I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> only treehouse thanks oh, bernie burn. always going for the whales uh but anyway so we got a new one which this is crazy because sonia you will remember out of chicago is this one spiteful brewing i've never even fucking heard of spiteful brewing. i haven't either i mean i now, like, I make it home about once or twice a year, but I haven't heard of Spiteful Brewing. Uh, the reason I say Sonia would find Chicago interesting because uh, <clears throat> Five Rabbits made that beer. They had made a private label beer for Trump Towers. They just called it the Trump Blonde. <laughs> and after the uh, owner of Five Rabbits is Puerto Rican, I believe, or maybe he's Cuban. And he was like, didn't appreciate Donald Trump's statements about immigrants or how he perceived those statements, excuse me. Um, and uh, they pulled all the beer and then sold this uh, private label blonde to everybody. It didn't really have a name, but it was unofficially going by like, fuck your hair. I, I feel like I feel like something would have been better if it was like orange flavored, um, just based yeah. on like the tan. Like Shit. I think it would have been a little more synonymous. Okay, with, like, well, I'll give you was. a little, I, man. Well, we you're just giving it, it away like. for free. I like it. I knew we With had you on the show for it. That was, that's more clever than any of the beers <laughs> yeah. we've actually heard this year. But can I, so the Spiteful Brewing, not orange, but citrus. Uh, oh, okay. Look at this. It. Uh, we're going to show is, the labels uh, here. The amazing. label's really cool. It's a, imagine... Uh, like a, a prairie artisanal ale oh type God. cartoony label. <laughs> yeah, that's it's really a, much a what it looks monkey like. 
turning into a monkey with the big Donald mm. Trump head turning into like a dude walking it's and a, it says it's the Don't... chimpanzee evolving it's, into it's a, Donald Trump yeah see I would have reversed it though I would have had the Trump well, devolve post... into the chimpanzee it yeah. would not actually be an evolution Trump probably I mean this is my own political opinion here but I feel, like if it goes but in there it's a well, double it's a little beer go for it <laughs> go for it uh double IPA brewed with key lime uh and it says Damn. dumb Donald Only is well dumb lines. so dumb in fact we named a beer after him. It's like he got caught in a pause halfway through evolution. His brain still functions at a minimal level with the vocabulary of a second grade student. You might even start to feel sorry for this man child. Resist that urge. Pop open this key lime deepa and pretend you're on a faraway island where people like dumb Donald simply <laughs> don't exist. The thing is, I want to walk so into every craft beer funny. bar and see that description on the menu. Like the full description. The full so description. everybody knows what they're drinking. Like they have to sell it in like, we will reprint your menu full color <laughs> oh with God. this description. Like, What's the uh, what's the ABV on it? Uh, it the ABV is 9.2. That's pretty heavy. That's a true, that's a true deepa. That is. That's, uh, that's impressive, actually. I actually, yeah, I like this one. I like the cartoony label. Uh, it's good stuff. I mean, strictly speaking, from a, a like craft portfolio too, not even political thing. It's uh, labels are definitely becoming a huge thing for um, that. And I think that's really great marketing on that point, just by a label standpoint. It just really pops. I, I wonder if we're gonna hit a like a super saturation point where. I mean, this even goes against my political viewpoint, but it's like a cute label. I like the cartoony, like. I like, I love Prairie Art, Artisanal Ales, I, uh, their labels and their beer. Uh, McKellar's labels are great, even though I don't like those beers. Smog City's labels? Yeah, Smog City. I think they're great. They are really nice too. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't think I could hit a critical mass with these cutesy labels. I really don't like these like weird corporate labels, just like pick a color, throw some a black font on it. Like I want something a little more fun. How are they able to just use his name like he's that a political that. figure so you don't have to and he could they could be talking about anybody they didn't say dumb that, donald well, trump you're, you're right his image though yeah, yeah it's dumb, like a picture dumb donald trump the presidential candidate yeah. <laughs> <laughs> father of father <laughs> Ivana <laughs> and Tiffany. Yeah. however we've never heard of the brewery but we're all talking about it so it's yeah no and that's what i was thinking too i was like long after donald trump i like donald trump's going to be rich and this brewery is probably going to be closed and Two years. You know, you have to, you know, going more back to a political thing, you know, you look at the media and they say Donald Trump might have not gotten this far if it wasn't for the constant media right, attention that right, he has. Right. Even though that this brewery is trying to demean uh, him as a political figure, do you think in a certain way it might actually help him? Oh, it definitely does. I mean, we, we're going to go too deep down the not... road. I will say, uh, from July till now, and I'm certainly till November. I mean, every time you make fun of somebody, it loses a little bit of that edge. And like after hearing Trump is Hitler or Trump is stupid for a year straight, it doesn't have the same effect. No. Well, at least they just didn't name it America. Donald Trump is stupid. <laughs> America, yeah, America, colon. Oh. Yeah. Donald Trump is dumb. Donald. All right, uh, well, another kind of demagogue status. We are gonna pop over to Stillwater Artisanal Ales. Uh, Sonia and I are big fans, I know. Uh, they've decided to deconstruct Dr. Pepper for a beer they are calling, I Miss the Old Kanye. And the label that they've posted 
uh, looks like the Life of Pablo uh, album cover, if you're familiar with that. And it's an Imperial Brett Porter. So uh, it's an 8% ABV Imperial Porter brewed with Britannomyces, as well as cloves, juniper, plums, prunes, star anise, and vanilla to try and replicate the flavor of Dr. Uh, Pepper. I think it's missing a couple flavors there. Right? Isn't it like 43 flavors? Yeah, really, really secret. So I don't know if they had like a deatomizer or whatever they would do to deconstruct it. But they do say it's going to be uh, packaged in 22-ounce bottles and shipped to retailers across Stillwater's entire distribution network in early July. So I think we should be able to get our hands on a bottle. I mean, I like the sound of it. I, I love I love the wild yeast, um, personally. And I, I don't think know that's... how that Brett's going to play with what they're trying to do for... Yeah, I've had There's some... nothing wild in a DP. Yeah, you know, but I've had I've had a I've had a lot of like beers that have thrown you know wild. That's yeast the gong. In it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's 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 interesting. I'm I'm kind of looking for those new flavors as long as they mix well and they're not making the beer just for the sake of making beer, which I think a lot of craft breweries are doing nowadays. I think they're just making beer yeah. with weird flavors just to be different in the market rather than making something that's good. Yeah, I mean, we uh, one brewery, brewery we've talked about several times on the show is Transplant Brewing. And, like, we've tried a few beers on the show. Sonia and I have tried their beers out and about. And, I mean, they're always very, very solid beers. But uh, they actually use adjuncts in a way that don't make me groan. You know, sometimes you just read these descriptions of beers and you're like, Come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? We, we talked about, who the fuck was it? It was uh, somebody out of Minneapolis. They also do a small skinny can, like six points. And they teamed up with Wheaties and made a Hefeweizen that didn't put Wheaties in there. And <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why so would you stupid. make a beer with <laughs> so Wheaties mad. and not fucking put Wheaties. put Wheaties in it, you dicks? But, uh, well, speaking of why would you put things in things if it didn't do the thing... Thorn Street Brewery Great out of segue. San Diego <laughs> collaborated with Jetty Extracts. Uh, Jetty Extracts is a cannabis uh, company, and they have teamed up for OG High PA Session IPA. Comes in at 4.20 ABV. <laughs> uh, there's no THC in this bad boy. Instead, they've used terpenes, which are flavor elements uh, from weed to kind of build up the scent and the profile thoughts. Okay, what's the point? First thought, what's the point? If I'm not getting high off something that's supposed to taste like weed, yeah. I don't find weed necessarily that appetizing, especially if I just get that dime bag off, you know, the corner of the street. It has to be something that you could source out through like a really good store. So, I mean, I'm not familiar too much with the cannabis scene on that. And if that's a good place to get that flavors from it, that might be great. But the the when weed smells- flavor. Yeah, the terpenes are only flavor, but like weed, when weed has like a really nice smell, it's because, I mean, it always has that like stinky, that smelly smell, but like when weed has a crate, it's because it smells like something else. You're like, oh, yeah. this weed right, that's smells like, like. There's already beers where when you get a certain yeah. like sniff of the hot profile, you're like that kind, you can tell that yeah. it's, they're related. They're in the same yeah, family. They're in the so same why family. do you need to. Make it why not just choose not get yeah. high. Why not just choose a hop that really, really imparts that right. flavor of it? Because they are out there being that they're in the same family. I mean, the other thing too for me is that if if I were to 
I don't know. I just I don't understand why why you would do that because I opened a can of he- a, a, a bottle of Heineken and it smells like the worst weed that yeah. I've ever smoked or I, tasted or ate in my life. I remember like uh, growing up. Sometimes we would get St. Pauli to like be fancy or whatever, and like some fucking liquor store shelf temp stored yeah. St. Pauli girl. We'll give you some fucking why <laughs> some big smell. Why doesn't this? Um, why don't when they're making this beer? Why don't they just do what that club is doing in West Hollywood? I think yeah. I think you've talked about this on the show. What? But they're just doing CBD. Do you need a? What do you they're do? You need CBD. a rec? No, you don't need a rec. Sonia's talking about a club that is apparently putting they're CBD. They're making cocktails with CBD, and what they're doing is apparently they're getting it from uh, not from a dispensary, so you don't need a card or anything. And they said you feel it. So why don't they just do that? There you go. I mean, that sounds, I, this, this brings me, I, I like that idea. And I'm sure there's cocktails. Do you know like the price what those cocktails are? $20. Okay. So but it's essentially, they said you feel the effect. So really you would only have one cocktail and you'd be like, Ooh. See, now I would pay for you that. Know? I'd pay for that. That'd be good. But what my problem is, is that I'm seeing uh, in, in the beer industry and now that I'm in a, in another position and I go to certain liquor stores and I see, this is a 4.2% you said? <laughs> Sorry, it's a double oh, gone. Double gone. That means you're gone. Get out. <laughs> um, I'm just seeing that, like, I, I find, I, I would imagine that this beer is a little expensive. And I, I, there's a beer out there that's a blonde ale that's only 5.2% for $14.99 a six pack of 12 ounce cans. And I you like. Can say who it is? I, it's, I think it's Hamilton Brewing that has oh, has it out there. What's your last, what's your last name? Out of curiosity, uh, <laughs> Hamilton. Uh, <laughs> but uh, basically, it, it's just there's a certain point where I'll, I don't mind paying for a really good beer, um, and you know, alcohol does sell. But at a certain point, I mean, how much are you willing to pay for something that doesn't have any added benefit to it? And if I'm paying for a Blondale of fourteen ninety nine a six pack, that just doesn't compute. No, yeah, and it's like you're not going to – these marketing fucking things aren't going to work for most people. But they they do work for a lot of people, for enough people. That's true. They wouldn't make them, I, <laughs> I guess, mean, they're if they saying, didn't. They're selling this fucking beers, selling the fuck out. Uh, Question, though. Is there anyone out there selling this with actual THC in it? I've read yeah, a lot of – I don't know, I mean, like how they're slanging it, but there's a, uh, a healthy amount of recipes mm-hmm. online – which I believe most home brewers refer to as chill bra. I had a homebrew one. I was wondering. I also yeah, on that same bra. night, I guess maybe because I was hungry, had a peanut butter and jelly stout that he made after that. That Delicious. sounds oh, great. Oh wow! I, but um, you do a whole stoner like beer. Oh yeah, yeah, it was like a five course meal. That's awesome. Have you guys ever heard of Crotum? Crotum tea? Okay, so I'm wondering, I I want to do some more research now on this, see if like Crotum's a thing, but like it's kava and Crotum, and when I was down in Florida, it's almost like a mild opiate, I believe, in a way. Crotum? Uh, Yeah, kava and Crotum, right? It's like you can do the two together. It's like a tea. I've never never heard of Crotum, though. Yeah, I just know kava. I know kava, kava. Uh, But I think with that, it just gives you this really like mild high. Okay, so I... I actually used Kava Kava to help me quit smoking cigarettes the first time I quit smoking cigarettes. And I worked at a health food store and we would have like these tinctures that yeah. I would take. I have it at home. And I like the, wait, what is it, Nutrafol or Herba Farm? Label, yeah. yeah, yeah, like the orange label with the green, yeah. And I would use like three times as much. And like, I wouldn't <laughs> describe it as high. <laughs> 
I wouldn't describe it as high, but I would say groovy. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're like, something is definitely <laughs> yeah. like... And that's, like, and that's normal, legal, right? I'm normally much angrier than this. Put that, <laughs> put that into a beer at 4.2%, yeah. and I will pay yeah. $14.99 a six-pack to Can go on that cross-faded trip. I think, I think, Chris, you brought something up pre-show uh, about, like, we had our chance as a nation collectively to put herbal substances in beers, and we ruined it with Four Loco. <laughs> I mean, we saw... Uh, yeah, we, we what we uh, saw with Four Loco has to be akin to what England went through when like gin started fucking yeah oh, mother's when, mother's when, rune all the way, buddy. Yeah, man. <laughs> when gin was like the fucking the eighteenth century version four of loco, fucking meth. yeah, Four, four Loco was the original bath salts, man. Yeah, like, Four yeah. Loco. Like, yeah, would people would bring those into community college? When I was going to take some pickup classes at community college, kids would be drinking Four Locos and sparks. Pickup classes, like it's a basketball what? game. Yeah. <laughs> they would be drinking them in the class, and the teachers just thought they were energy drinks. So these kids would just be raging their dicks Wait, off. That is like, awesome. With Four Loco, and yeah. like my like my menu cost and planning class, and I'm just like, okay, guys, you need to get out of here. And they would drink two of them during like God two classes. Yeah. I had one sip and hammered. I got away from it. Uh, I had half of one and I don't remember the rest of the night. I remember in the bathroom crying that I wanted my friend. No, I've heard some crazy <laughs> stories that we won't get into right now. Uh, I want to touch on a couple more stories and then I think it's time to review some beers. So, Sonia, I mean, we were just talking about collaborations that don't make sense. So I think that's a good enough transition. You want to oh. tell us about our good friends oh, yeah. up in Colorado? In Colorado? Oh, yeah, yeah. that one, that collaboration. Um, yeah, so apparently Crooked Stave in Colorado big is... Big fan. Big fan, teaming up with this band called The Motet, and they... I don't even know why. They're making two beers, though, uh, for the band, I guess, and they're going to have a release at their tasting room and stuff, and it's, it's cool, whatever. One of them is an IPA called Damn IPA, and the other one was oh, some no. sort of like... That's not cool. I mean, that made it way worse. Well, I mean, yeah, but like, but here's, here's my problem with it all. The music is awful. It's white guy funk. (laughs) I'm going to cut right to the (laughs) chest. That's what their beer tastes like. White guy funk. Should I play a little bit? It's just baby powder and balls. They are all sour. Right, but they're making like IPA. They do Brett IPA sometimes. Oh, okay. Which I don't mind sometimes. Bread IPAs, I don't mind. I like I like bread. I like them too. Should I play uh, I'm going I mean, to. I don't care. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's AJ's favorite. <laughs> this dude's white, right? If, any, if anybody's ever seen the movie Birdemic and the music within that movie, this is what this band sounds like. That they would do a really like CD. Right, I think movie. we can cut it. <laughs> this but, just uh, made it so Colorado for me. I don't know. I it just did. I was so very instantly, disappointed by that. It, Colorado's I, pretty white. Uh, <laughs> and, and these jams, shall I say, crujente, or for our friends from Colorado, that's crunchy. That is cool. there's some like, crunchy what? jams. Have you guys had any beers from this brewery prior? Oh, yes. Yeah. Kate and I have For been to the day? brewery. We've been to, or their tap room. That's in an airplane t- hangar, right? Yeah, it's yeah, like in this there. huge fucking, like, warehouse thing. I forgot what they call it. Uh, and there's, like, it's an entertainment facility, kind of. And Kate and I tried all, at, at least a taster of all 23 beers on the menu, and then a couple pints on top, all sours, like, I 
fundamentally changed who I am on a genetical level. Did like, you grab any of the kombucha over there? So I it was not. it was good. It was great, but I was like had heartburn. I was all my farts smelled like sour beers for like a week. It was crazy. Yeah. I tried good? about. I'm not the same person, and I mean that literally. Like it altered. <laughs> I got bit DNA. by a sour spider. <laughs> oh no! Uh, but these music thing, I've never seen it. Workout? I've never seen a workout. Telegraph did one with some fucking lame band from Buellton. Dolphish uh, did one with, with Miles Davis, right? No, or... but inspired by him. Oh, that's right. And then North Coast does the uh, Thelonious Brother Thelonious or whatever. Didn't New Belgium do uh, one with... Uh, Clutch? Uh, no. Uh, but they, that's G-Love. G-Love, right? With their Lips of Faith series? Was that oh, one no, of them? I don't know. But G-Love? They're doing with wow. Lips of Faith this so. year. It's Clutch. Uh, Clutch, which is like a southern metal band, kind of. <laughs> and then Dogfish Head did one with Dan the Automator. With, I, very really? specific. Yeah. Anyways. I don't know. Is uh, anyone planning on doing one with Big Frida anytime soon? I wish. I got to see yeah. Big Frida uh, this weekend. Peach, Peach Porch Lounger by New Belgium. Um, it's their Lips of Faith series. Uh and it was uh yeah ale style beer G with G Love, and the special sauce or just G Love. An ale style style. Let me beer. see here. Okay, saying? New I Belgium. Mean, this I beer. hate that so much. Yeah, it's Lips of Faith Peach Porch Lounger. This beer has peach juice, molasses, hominy grits, lemon peel, pale biscuit malts, and some uh, Brendan Mices in it. And so I actually had this beer when it came out. This was before I moved to California and really getting into craft, and I didn't understand saisons and farmhouses at that point and the sours and i was like this is a weird beer but i dug it it was really good and the lips of face series sometimes really go if, they, if anybody can find a bottle yeah please let sure me know what it made. is very nice um i am willing to i posted something on instagram about the donald trunk beer and if anyone can get us the beer i will send you a hop radio t-shirt screen printed by my very own boyfriend because i haven't figured it out <laughs> That's wonderful. Well, I think we could just have one of my buddies do it because they live. There. <laughs> um, what? Well, he, he gets a T-shirt. Good for him. Simo, would you like? As we all know, or in case you don't know, consider this your fucking reminder. Father's Day is coming up this Sunday, and I think you guys saw a little. Didn't you see a little some about chocolate? Uh, chocolate pairings. Do you want to talk about it, Simo? Beer and chocolate. I pairings? think you guys should yeah. both talk about it while I grab the charger. All right. Well, <laughs> we, should we should we share who's the chocolate company? Lintz. Who's yeah. the beer company? Sonia. Al- Allagash, whom I enjoy. Yeah, being an uh, East Coaster, I really do enjoy Allagash. I think they're definitely they're doing really well. It's always nice to get a taste of home back on the West Coast, and uh, it's gonna be interesting. But it seems like more of a a Mother's Day thing than a Father's Day thing. Especially with the way their beers are structured. Why are you trying to say men don't like chocolate or what? I'm I they do Or women don't like beer? Yeah. No, they do love Watch beer. Your words, I'm my just friends. saying that no, it they just, just seems appreciate it. I, I, just I, think, I agree though. I think you're right. That, like, I just think those, you don't generally give chocolates to your dad. Yeah, those pro, the profiles of those beers and the profiles of the chocolates I seem I, I feel like it'd be a better marketing. 
thing for for Mother's Day than fathers. I don't know. I think they might I just imagine you know. your mom tucking away at a bottle of Curio. Yeah. Mother's Day should be asleep by fucking noon. No, no, no. So just, much for Mother's Day. You say, lunch. No, you use it, you use it to bar, split with it. On each Jason, chocolate bar, it Amy. tells you which we are like in the description of the chocolate. It always it, it throws in as well, like. It goes great with the curio. flavors of the curio, the blah, blah, blah. And each of them is different. The curio is being paired with Lynn's excellent 70% cow. Ugh, gross, man. Why is it always dark chocolate? Because it's for a more mature taste, Sonia. Well, it makes me sneeze. Maybe so it's I don't like it. I like milk chocolate. How would you feel then about Never. maybe the caramel with a touch of sea salt? That sounds good. Mm. With dark chocolate. That's a perfect though? fit for barrel-aged beers. Like curio. Okay, yeah, I could get down with that. <laughs> I, I, I want to see a chocolate tasting Miller course. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, all all four of these I'm reading are all with curio. You know? Oh like, yeah, it I bet you they're white chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Wait, can I? Uh, I I can't remember who she worked for, but I went on a ride along when I was a wine and spirits rep with a lady. She was a wine rep, and she used to work for Miller Coors. And she was part of the like urban marketing team for Steel Reserve. So when Steel Reserve did that rebranding and came out with like Blackberry and all those flavors, yeah, she had to set up these like high end tasting pairing dinners to be <laughs> Steel like Reserve. With Steel Reserve Blackberry and stuff. And I was like, literally, I mean the. It's like the fucking stereotypes of marketing people just like railing blow <laughs> feel so real when you read that. It's like, Wait, did she do so you, good at it? She got promoted to doing pairings with Mickey's. Yeah, right. Yeah, they're like, oh, you did it. You, you done did, did it. it. Now we really need help with Mickey's. Who's this Mickey's? Uh, here's our idea. We're going to take our what are those called? The picto puzzles and do a. Uh, we're going to be in Mocha though. Like we're gonna we're gonna have a bunch of local artists. Do their own picto puzzles. You know, I, I do. I'll give I'll give them credit. Steel Reserve, Miller Coors, Bud, uh, all those guys. Ab, they 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 are trying to keep up with the craft industry by doing these pairings. Everything has yeah. a pairing with it, and and they're making the market. And my mentality as a beer drinker and a provider of beer to the masses is definitely that there's a, a beer for every place and every time, and there's a beer for everyone, um, which is great. But at a certain point, there's only so far you can go. Yeah. It's like, just give up. Just give up, man. I mean, I'd imagine Steel Reserve, they looked at their sales in the, you know, income bracket above $100,000 a year, and they were just not doing well there. Yeah. We got to do some pairings, man. There's so much opportunity. So I feel when there's like that big of a disconnect, that it's like they just see opportunity. I feel like with my (laughs) old company, they're like, hey, they really wanted to focus on the San Fernando san fernando valley which does grow more every year but just because it's a lot of space on a map doesn't mean it's a lot of potential yeah exactly. <laughs> like i mean i don't know who you're trying to impress with the steel reserve like just team up with white owl blunt wraps and get the <laughs> fucking job <Jesus>. done <laughs> get it done i don't know I would, I would like to see a pairing uh i'd like to see a pairing of pedialyte in any alcohol i oh, found it go, my, like my saving grace to keep you drinking good. longer i've never done it i've never done it oh my god genius. it's genius it's do you, you do half the bottle of pedialyte before the day of drinking and you save the rest for after and you have no hangover yeah. you just get a nice decent breakfast in you and i don't you even know what pedialyte is is it for babies yeah, or it's for babies here's the thing no it's like it's it's low sugar electrolyte yeah i have a question though which blunt wrap flavor would go best with the Steel Reserve? Great. 
I can't was gonna just say, say that. <laughs> I was gonna say Paige. Lowest common white denominator. Peach. White peach. I'm white with peach. you there, man. I like white peach. White peach. Yeah. Alrighty. Just I just like know. I this is, no, I love grape bubble gum. I do like grape. Grape is my flavor of choice. Really? For any, That's yes. like when my boyfriend says his favorite fruit is apples, and I don't like what are you talking about? What? Apples are yeah. great fruit. Apples, depending what? on what style of apples. <laughs> I hope he hears this episode. I'm gonna tell I him like, to really listen. Have you ever not had an apple for a while and then bite in front of you like I no, forgot I, how good apples I are? I like apples, don't get me wrong. I eat them. It's just, you know, your favorite? Mm. Well, Seems very pedestrian. AJ, you were with me on this a few days yeah, ago. I I was with you at the But then he had an apple. He had an well, apple I had not fucking, so long. I had a no. Granny Smith this morning and it really <laughs> it took it right to me. It really <laughs> took it right to me. It's not as American as a cobbler. It's American as apple pie. That, that's what he said. All right. Let's Whatever. get into some beer reviews. Well, actually, Sonia, can you go, or Simo, could you grab the beer that we're reviewing? Yeah, I want to touch one. real quick on something Jason brought up pre-show, and we'll see how succinctly we can deal with this. But uh, Jason, I mean, just, I'll give you the title right now, but I want you to put it in your own words. I don't know which beer it was. So you the gotta unmarked help one in the fridge. Uh, but it pretty much comes down to this beer culture wars, colon, the rise of the beer dick. And, uh, ooh. Yes, the rise of the beer dick. Rise of the beer dick. Uh, It's just compared. It's it's the companion piece to the fall of the whiskey dick. (laughs) (laughs) You need to get both at the same time. Uh, For me, I just feel like being on 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 a buying and a a selling end in the beer industry so far. um, I taste a lot of different beers. I read a lot of different beer articles, and I'm still learning. I don't know everything there is to know about beer, but there's these people that are starting to show up in 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 the market or uh, at public places, you go out to these bars or the beer festivals and their buddy's a home brewer, which is great. I think, you know, it's fantastic, but they, they pick up these key phrases that their buddies talk about. They go to these beer festivals and they end up grilling these people on beer with this attitude. And it's becoming, someone said this in the pre-show before, I think it was Simo saying that it's becoming worse than, than wine snobs. And it really, really is. Instead of building a community of beer, these beer dicks are tearing a community of beer apart. Rather than bringing people together and enjoying a liquid that should be celebrated and a beer for everyone, they're always asking about ABVs and IBUs and, well, you know, my buddy brews a better IPA than this brewery. And it's like, well, if your buddy brewed a better IPA than this brewery, he would open his own brewery. No, it's See, not. See, your buddy can not, brew no, more than five gallons that, of time. Yeah, exactly. And then distribute exactly. It. <laughs> it's not that his buddy brews a better IPA. It's that my buddy's IPA was over a hundred IBUs, which so you can't even detect you know, on that, the threshold. And it's not like my we buddy's beer was six hundred dollars a yeah. <laughs> It's not like we haven't talked about this on the show before, or at least in passing. But I thought it was important to bring it up again. We haven't talked about it for a little bit, and there are afterburners on this stuff because for a while, like. I mean, there's always a straw man, you know, it's like, oh, that dude out there who's being a dick. But it, it people are becoming more emboldened. And it's crazy what Simo said about, uh, or, you know, we all agreed on about like, these beer, these new beer snobs being worse than wine snobs. I 100% agree, because nobody fucking like wine wasn't a large part of most people's families. And people are still embarrassed to, I mean, people are so embarrassed in like 
if you're wrong about the knowledge or just weird about wine yeah. people don't even know which wine to buy on a fucking menu it's crazy yeah, and if you look at but the everybody is people expert. home brewing to home wine making like that's also part of it because no that's no one's too. really making wine at home there's a lot of people also a lot of people's doing... taste buds are blind to their own beers that yeah. yeah it's kind of like this is my baby i'm brewing it i put all this time into it and it came out decent I guess the thing is, I, my question, and to not drive this out, but how do you think this new culture, or maybe it's not even that new of a culture, it's just coming out of the woodwork, is going to affect the beer industry as it moves forward? It doesn't matter. What, doesn't. These people are eventually, they're in beer right now because beer is really cool and it's all crafty, everything, and eventually they're going to not care about beer or gain too much weight and be like, oh, that's it, I'm done with beer. And then go back to vodka or something, and it won't even matter. Like, it, a... You know what I mean? The people who really care about beer and care about the community and enjoy it and like being a part of it, the ones you like and want to know, they're they're already here, and there will be more of those. Yeah. And the ones who are dicks are just gonna phase out. Like, you're Does just not gonna know see how much of a boom lot. there's been in the homebrew industry in like the last. I don't know, but I, I assume a lot. And how? Yeah, it's gotta, gotta be pretty crazy. So. Yeah, I would think a lot. That's actually, yeah, that's not a bad topic to look into. You're, you're seeing a lot of brew stores open up, offer the home brew classes. I mean, you there's even see. Two. There's well, two within five minutes of my house the, you right see, now. Yeah, you see, and you also see restaurants in, in other places actually starting to do brew classes. You know, they'll ask a, a guy from the brew store to be like, hey, we're going to sell tickets, come out and teach these people how to brew, you know? And, and that's something that I'm seeing as well. It's just becoming this thing which is great it's a it's a hobby but um you know it's like i i i make really good shrimp but i don't open a seafood restaurant right, that's, you know what i, I mean? was gonna compare it to that yeah, yeah. exactly and, and it is like that with beer people are like i can i made it once so i'm great at it and why is this beer so gross and you're like shut up yeah, yeah if you're if you're gonna making pasta you, you can't necessarily open up your own you know italian restaurant you know this like yeah <laughs> be honest with yourself. don't be a dick right. well yeah i mean it's yeah, that's what it, it all boils down to. Let's review this beer. Okay, oh, so... Oh, si sorry. Side note, IBUs are not a good measure of perceived bitterness. Yeah, so no. Like, I know. That's why it's so annoying. Moving the fuck on. Move forward. Yeah. They don't mean anything. No, and just the detectable I mean, level they do. that people sorry, can... Sorry, they do. They, it gives you a general guideline. They chemically mean something. Yeah, it's a good... beers at 100 IBUs that taste with literally no perceived bitterness. Exactly. And beers at, at fucking 60 IBU that like are pallet rackers. Yeah. yeah. Is that something All you right. can measure after, like if you have the beer in the glass, can you go back and figure out what the IBUs on it are? Just scraping the inside of the glass. Like, I'm just saying if you lie about it, can anyone prove that you're lying? Simo's <laughs> doing that. smears yeah, on his beer glass. IBUs are, IBUs, I believe, I don't know how they calculate them. They're by alpha acids. So I think it's something you could like check. Check. Okay. You could verify that with the malts and everything. It's like a you just, so, just yeah. dip a pH strip right. in it. Because we're looking at <laughs> anyway, beer so, that right. I'm about okay. to crush. Right now, we're drinking a brand new IPA. Like I was at the brewery this morning at Indie Brewing, mm -hmm. which is in Boyle Heights, um, and poured this straight off the Bright Tank. It's their first ever IPA. It's called IPA Del Rey, and it's hopped with Equinox and Citra, six point seven percent ABV, and yeah, so super fresh. Smells great. Does smell great. I can't believe the carbonation is this crazy off the break. I didn't want to, yeah. I didn't want to keep it till tomorrow though, in case like it died out a little. This is well, great. So a few notes, <clears throat> Jason, and well, and Simo, everybody together. Let's uh, take it down 
by structure. So first things first, what are we looking at for appearance? Uh, it's clear. Clarity is excellent. It's unfiltered. Yep. What? Yeah, it's no just way. natural. They don't like, they don't. There, there is a, there is a light yeah. haze, but the clarity is pretty excellent. Yes. I bet you they cold crash like a motherfucker. They probably log at this motherfucker. This motherfucker. It's got, <laughs> what, I would say, what do you say, straw? You Unfiltered. Know? Yeah, I would say straw, golden. Straw, straw yeah, like, golden color. Straw, golden color. I'm going to say, especially, I'm going to say it one more time, for coming off the bright tank, uh, head retention. I was just about to say that. Is pretty surprising. Nice little tiny bubbles. Uh, I'm going to go back to the, like, they definitely lager this, because you can see, but, like, the bubble and drinking, and we've already cheated a little bit. Uh, the effervescence, the sharpness of the ca carbonation, this is, CO2 has been well absorbed into this beer. Yeah. Uh, what else are we looking at? Uh, lacing. Huh. Lacing's not too much there, but I don't really give a fuck about lacing. Uh, but let's get into mm, some lacing, sense. Yeah. God damn. That's dank. Yeah, piney. It's got a little mosaic mm -hmm. in there. No, Citron Equinox. Oh, so you did say that. I'm going to get a little of that funk from the Equinox, no. not the Citra part. I just love that smell. I kind of would like to, you know, on this, and I would like to see what you guys think. Sometimes I have, the, I have this beer, and I'm not sure what hop does it. But growing up on the East Coast around cornfields, after a cornfield is like harvest, there's kind of this corn husk burntness mm. to certain certain beers that I get. And it's just this it's this thing. If you if you know what I'm talking about, if anybody who listens to I Hop think Radio I know like a dry a dried husk type thing. Yeah, and it's just yeah. I really enjoy that. I find that in Kern Rivers just outstanding. And it's a really for me, it's a really welcome flavor. Uh, and adds a bit of complexity to to uh, any beer that I tasted in, and I'm I'm getting it in this, which I, I like really, it. really That's enjoy. Like, 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 narrow it down to two hops. Well, I guess so. Yeah. So, what are the two hops again? Equinox and Citra. Okay. But is it like, is it like like barbecued corn, like smoked corn husk? No, no it's just it's, it's like just dried. After, it's just dried yeah. after they get yeah. the corn and like the well, there's the, chafe, the stalks, there's like chafe and dust. And like yeah, a lot of and the stalks are just yeah. standing in the fields. Like. Yeah. yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess it's more no so the stalks. More so like. the stalks after the corn is harvested. Harvested. Why don't you guys, you whales at home, get some maize on oh. the stalk, and just like breathe it in. You're gonna have to wait for October for the Octo for the Halloween decorations yep. to come out. Which I love though, because October is my favorite time Me of too. the year for beers and to drink beer and to enjoy it. So. Uh, so taste now. Well, yeah. Little juicy what? tropical fruity notes. Right. Same thing yeah. followed through the nose. I mean, it is a very dank nose, but gives way right away to big citrus notes. Yeah. 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 But I also like the dryness too. I'm getting a little, for me, it's like it's dry on the palate, yeah. which I like to have that. Yeah. I think a sign of a good beer, a uh, good cocktail is when it coats your whole palate from beginning to end and you can get nice, nice juicy citrus notes and then you get your nice like dryness on the palate and it hits you on the different areas. I think that's a sign of a well-crafted beer is it should be an experience just as wine is yeah. to go across your palate. Yeah, definitely. They're uh, really believe... feathering the pedal, so to speak, in terms of that bitterness as well. Because it's like I, I pick up nice. a little bit of resininess. Mm -hmm. It's definitely hitting the the sides of my tongue. Like I can I, I can hear feel it in in a certain area, but it's so round, so balanced. And you said this was six. 
6.7. Okay, 6.7. I, I it, Honestly, drinking it, I thought it was going to be a little bit higher, maybe in the 7% range, um, just based on, like, the dankness and the dryness of it. But, like, I like that it's that low and still delivers that flavor and quality of a, of a higher uh, higher test IPA. Yeah, it does. It does a pretty good body on it. Like, the one beer we were talking about earlier, AJ, where, like, it just feels, like, thin. There's yeah. There's nothing to it. It's- well, yeah, haven't you noticed, like, I was talking about this with someone the other day, that you ha- there's a lot of beers coming out and you keep I for me I notice this thing over and over again like yeah no it's good it's just like it kind of reminds me of a homebrew but and I don't mean to say that in an offensive way because there's a lot of amazing homebrew beer out there but yep. it's just there's just something a little something lacking like in the body and and I figured it out that it's like the mid palate mm-hmm. so it's like really cool mm. like the aroma's cool yeah. Yeah. it starts cool in the middle, you're like, wait, what? It just kind of disappears, and then there's like a bitterness at the end. And I don't appreciate that. I like when it can like, it's like a music, like legato, a legato line. Yeah. <laughs> I like it to kind of smooth over. So I, I appreciate beers that are able to get the mid-palate in and that nice body on there. Yeah, I like it. It's, it's, a, it's a lasting finish, too. It doesn't doesn't leave you quickly, which is good, which I think was, uh, which is great for uh, for food beer, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you can definitely... Instead of having to chew and drink at the same time, you could take this sip, let it rest, and then enjoy whatever food you would want to pair this with. I'd pair it with just like oven roasted Brussels sprouts off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. What? Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Let me, yeah. let me give that a try. The herbal notes of both like, <laughs> a little char. Yeah. No, just yeah. so everyone knows, Simo brought out a plate of uh, oven charred oven roasted Brussels sprouts. All right. And... Well, let's give it some points. <laughs> I think you have to abstain, Sonia. Or maybe not. I'm sorry, I've never been on Hopper okay, so what so are we, what are our point scale here? One to a thousand. I'm, yeah, one to a thousand. <laughs> uh, we go up to a tenth of a point. No, uh, so we <laughs> rate by nuggets, hop nuggets, which used to make a lot more sense when this was a YouTube show. Uh, we know they're called cones. We call them hop nuggets. Uh, out of ten, you can have half nuggets. Objectivity is allowed. So you can... Whatever cross-section of true to style, your personal enjoyment, whatever other things you want to pull in I am gonna rate. is perfectly fine. So I'm going to count to three. You're going to give me a number out of ten, including half nuggets if you want. And then we will argue our points and come to a conclusion at the end. One, two, three, eight. Seven and a half. Wait, so we have seven and a half from Jason. Seven and a half. Seven and a half from Simo. I said eight. Eight. I said eight and a half. I I'll went move really to heavy. Eight and a half. Well, I won't. I'll move down to eight. Will you guys move up to eight? Or first tell you I was I was I was torn. I was between the two and then I thought, you know, leave a little room for future ratings. I like it. Doesn't it doesn't matter. I Nothing like matters, Simo. Well, here's Nothing the thing. Matters. I you can do whatever you want. Okay. The reason I gave uh, a seven and a half. Well, one, I, I think that's that's high. Uh, just because it is high. It's a great score for Hop Radio. And uh, it's because well, one, I haven't had a hoppy beer yet today, so this is amazing. Uh, and two, I really judge breweries not based off one beer, but a series of a couple of their beers. I like it. Because you can go to a brewery and they could spend a lot of time on one recipe and say, oh, this is an amazing and they, beer. And, and then the rest of their lineup sucks. Yeah, the GBA so, beer or whatever. Yeah, and, and I get that. That being said, this is a solid seven and a half. If I were to taste a couple more of them, I'd be like, okay, the perception of this brewery, because when I was a, a beer buyer in the restaurant industry, I wouldn't put beers on that only had like a one-off that was really good. 
I would like to promote the craft beer industry and say, well, if you really enjoyed this, go find this beer here because they have it. Or we're bringing in this beer next week right. and you'll really enjoy it. And that's kind of the mark of like how I really enjoy my beers and the consistency because it shows that they take care in every one of the beers that they brew, that not just important. one of them. That is important. Well, and that is important and that's totally fine and you're allowed to do whatever you want. The only thing with that for the sake of the show, I mean, this example's fine, they're an LA brewery, but sometimes we drink beers that like you can't try their whole lineup. That makes sense. So that doesn't work for like every every beer. That right. being said, seven and a half. Seven and a half is still a good score. score. It's a great <laughs> score. That yeah. blows Don't the, even worry about the it. score I gave to that beef beer out of the water. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are we gonna do? Well, we're at forty three minutes. Well, we're going to give it, I'll do uh, seven and a half. I'll, whatever. I'll do a seven and a half. Seven and a half out of ten hop nuggets. That's a fantastic store score, especially for a first effort IPA. I mean, not like they were doing a bad job before. Uh, but anyways, thank you, Simo. Thank you, Jason, for joining us here today. Thanks for, for having me. great beer talk. I think we moved through, through some great subjects. And uh, I can't wait to get our hands on some novelty beers. Uh, Sonia. Things. things. I mean, you guys know where to find us. We're find on us Facebook. on iTunes. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Instagram at the Hop Radio. You can email us at thehopradio at gmail.com. Um, our Facebook is the Hop Radio. You know, it's all the same. We say it every same. time. But please go to iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe. Let us know what you think. Subscribe. Um, yeah. And we'll keep giving you some great beer talk. But most importantly, like we all say, no matter what beer you're drinking tonight, just enjoy your beer. Enjoy your beer.